Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, we take up the episode Dagger of the Mind. Compliance, the final frontier. Tom Fox is the voyager of trekking through compliance. His mission, to explore the original series and seek out and share what it can teach you about compliance. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Episode 9, Dagger of the Mind. In this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, we consider the episode Dagger of the Mind, which aired November 3, 1966, Stardate 2515.1. As the Enterprise makes a routine visit to the Tantalus Penal Colony, Transporter Technician Berkeley tries to beam supplies down, only to discover that he is prevented from doing so by a security force field. After the colony drops the shield, the colony beams a box of research material up to the Enterprise. However, the box actually contains Simon Van Gelder, former assistant to the penal colony director, Tristan Adams. Van Gelder karate chops the transporter technician, then makes his way to the bridge of the Enterprise, and with a phaser he has taken from a security card, he demands asylum. But Kirk and Spock overpower him. Bones suspects something amiss and wishes to keep Van Gelder on board for examination. Kirk and Dr. Helen Noel, an acquaintance from a Christmas party of past years, hence the name, beam down to investigate. After Kirk and Dr. Noel beam down, Van Gelder tells Spock about Adam's use of a neuro-neuron neutralizer to empty the minds of his inmates. He warns that Kirk is in danger and consents to have Spock mind-meld with him to discover the truth. Kirk and Dr. Noel observe the neuron neutralizer being applied to patients by Adam's assistant, Eli, and become suspicious. When Kirk and Dr. Noel secretly examine the neuron neutralizer by having Dr. Noel use it on Kirk at minimum intensity, she suggests that they renew their Christmas party encounter. Adams wrenches control from her and turns the neutralizer to high intensity and forces Kirk to drop his phaser and communicator. Kirk and Dr. Noel are then taken prisoner. Dr. Noel escapes through a ventilation duct, and her escape is reported by Lathay, a cured patient. Kirk is saved from having his mind seriously harmed during a second neuron neutralizer session when Dr. Noel turns off the power to the Tantalus colony, including the energy shield. Dr. Noel is waylaid in the shield room but pushes her attacker into a high-voltage transformer. Kirk then knocks out Dr. Adams and his assistant and goes in search of Dr. Noel. Spock, noticing that the shield is off, beams down and restores power to the colony. Adam, still unconscious in the treatment room, is subjected to the neuron neutralizer and is killed of loneliness when the machine empties his mind despite having it been at low intensity. Van Gelder is left behind to destroy the treatment room and reconstruct the colony. 
Fun fact from this episode, it was the first episode to uh, have the appearance of the Vulcan mind meld. It was very interesting re-watching this episode in 2022 in preparation for this updated Tracking Through Compliance series, and it really got me thinking about mental health and loneliness, particularly in the context of the pandemic. Many workers were um, struggling with this issue, and hopefully it has brought to the forefront some of the things that companies can do to help uh, employees particularly around mental health. Um, one of my colleagues says it's not mental health, it's health, period. And the sooner companies recognize that, uh, frankly, the better off they're going to be because <clears throat> a healthy employee is obviously a much more productive employee. So think about this episode in the context of your own mental health programs at your organization. You as a CCO really need to Make sure your team, whether working remotely, whether working from home, whether working in a hybrid environment, or if you're back in the office, the mental health of your team is still uh, good and robust. Next, we're going to take up the compliance takeaways from this episode. So what are the compliance takeaways from this episode? Well, continuing our sort of me too type takeaways, uh, the clear uh, import from this episode is be very careful at Christmas parties. Dr. Noel clearly remembered Captain Kirk from a Christmas party, even if he didn't. So that indicates, one, uh, they probably did something that was memorable to her, and two, he may have had too much to drink. Never good for a business leader to do this. Second, do you test your new protocols the neuron neutralizer uh, worked at low levels and was apparently successful. However, at high levels, it was very dangerous. So it made me wonder and think about when you put in a new compliance protocol, do you actually test that? Um, an IT department would have uh, multiple stages of testing up to and including user acceptance testing. What do you do in the compliance realm when you put in a new business process? Do you test it? Do you seek input? Is it uh, by design? Um, do you utilize the techniques of design thinking to help get the input from your customer base, i.e. your employees, when you put in a new protocol? All of those things are typically antithetical to a legal-based compliance program, which is simply putting in new and more and greater rules. But if you think about compliance as a business process and think about utilizing it uh, to make your business run more efficiently, why wouldn't you test your new protocols? So uh, I think that's a pretty good lesson for the compliance practitioner to consider. And finally, um, as a leader, if you're a CCO, how do you treat your, uh, not only those who work for you, but your direct report? Uh, here, the direct report of the uh, Tantalus Colony director, who was Dr. Adams, was Dr. Van Gelder, yet he was the one who escaped. And Watching this episode really um, demonstrated the terror, terror that Dr. Van Gelder felt. Uh, it's something that I think should be considered. Uh, it reminded me of a recent article in the uh, in ESPN about the Los Angeles Lakers and their complete, total, and utter dysfunction. And unfortunately, it surrounded Magic Johnson. 
the Lakers uh, staff that was interviewed said there are two ma- two Irvin Johnsons. One is the all-business uh, Irvin Johnson, and not only all-business, but terror in the office place, literally scaring people into having panic attacks with his criticism, warranted or not. And second of all, Magic Johnson, the magic that we all know and love, and indeed everybody loves. So if you have dual personalities um, and you treat people so badly that they actually have panic attacks and uh, quit the job because of such poor treatment, it really speaks to a a very significant leadership problem. Um, And the same is true for a CEO, CFO, or other business leader. If you have significant turnover at the top levels, uh, that's a pretty good sign that uh, you are a difficult, uh, if not worse, boss to work for, and it may be something that uh, you need to work on. You can still uh, be technically proficient, yet lack these skills, and that's, I think, another thing that compliance practitioners who are looking forward to moving up uh, to the CCO seat need to think about, which is, how can I uh, garner the leadership skills that I'm going to need to take my career to the next level. Hopefully your company has those sorts of resources and you can avail yourself of those. I hope you will join us for our next episode where we take a look at the Corbermite Maneuver. If you enjoyed this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, you can help it grow by sharing it with the biggest Trek fan you know. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.